0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast... Pompeo in the spotlight. Donald Trump's secretary of state reversed course today and decided to make clear for everyone to know in his own words that he was indeed on the July 25th phone call that President Trump was having with Ukrainian President Zelensky. This is the phone call at the heart of the impeachment inquiry going on in the House of Representatives because Donald Trump was asking the Ukrainian president to investigate his potential political rival in the 2020 election, Joe Biden, and his family, his son Hunter. I want you to hear the Secretary of State Pompeo, today, while traveling abroad, he had a news conference in Rome, and I want you to hear how he answered the question, About the phone call and which he is at the center of now in many ways, because not only was he on the call, but he is also responding to requests from Congress for document production and State Department testimony in which he wrote a letter to the House of Representatives, to the House Democrats saying uh, this was bullying and intimidation and that he wasn't going to comply with all of these requests and he needed more time. So not only was he on the call. But he also is proving to be sort of the first battleground of the impeachment inquiry in terms of a real engaged adversarial relationship here between the executive branch and the legislative branch in this impeachment matter. This is the first pushback, official capacity pushback from the administration about what the House uh, is requesting. But first, I want you to hear Secretary of State Mike Pompeo in Rome today when asked about the now infamous July 25th Trump Zelensky phone call. This relates to the Ukraine situation and what's going on on the Hill. First of all, Is it correct that you were on the phone call that President Trump had with President Zelensky on July 25th? And if so, are the accounts that we have all seen of it, including the transcript or partial transcript released by the White House, accurate and complete? And if you were on the call, did you hear anything on that in the conversation that raised a red flag, anything inappropriate, or anything that gave you any concerns? And then,
2: secondly, as for was I on the phone call, I was on the phone call. Uh, The phone call was in the context of, now I guess I've been the Secretary of State for uh, coming on a year and a half. Um, I know precisely what the American policy is with respect to Ukraine. It's been remarkably consistent, uh, and we will continue to try to drive those set of outcomes. It's what our team, including including Ambassador Volker, were focused on, was taking down um, the threat that Russia poses there in Ukraine. It was about helping the Ukrainians to uh, get graft out and corruption outside of their government and to help now this new government in the Ukraine build a successful, thriving economy. It's what the State Department officials that I've had uh, the privilege to lead have been engaged in, and it's what we will continue to do uh, even while all this noise is going on.
1: Now that sounds a lot different than how Mike Pompeo sounded 10 days ago. Remember, the phone call that he was on and aware of the details because he was on it and heard it all uh, was July 25th. Ten days ago, Martha Raddatz on ABC News' This Week asked Pompeo about the call and he chose to completely dodge her question about his knowledge of the call and instead just punt and say she read him a Wall Street Journal story about a whistleblower complaint, neither of which he had read, and he left it there talk about a lie of omission. He did not do what he did now, 10 days later, admit and own up to the fact and go public with the fact that he was on the call. Here was Pompeo just 10 days ago.
3: And I want to turn to this whistleblower complaint, Mr. Secretary. The complaint involving the president and a phone call with a foreign leader to the director of National Intelligence Inspector General. That's where the complaint was lodged by the whistleblower. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that President Trump pressed the president of Ukraine eight times to work with Rudy Giuliani to investigate Joe Biden's son. What do you know about those conversations?
2: So you just... Gave me a report about a high-seek whistleblower campaign, none of which I've seen. Um, I can tell you about this administration's policy. You Martha, say you know nothing case, about then... this,
3: but let me let me let me ask you this question: The Ukrainian presidential readout of the converse, conversation said they discussed quote investigation of corruption cases which inhibited the interaction between Ukraine and the USA. The president tweeted Saturday it was a perfectly fine and respectful conversation. Do you think it's quote perfectly fine to ask a foreign leader to investigate a political opponent?
2: I think I saw a statement from the Ukrainian foreign minister yesterday said there was no pressure applied uh, in the course of the conversation.
1: And there's one more reason why Mike Pompeo and his State Department is at the very center of today's impeachment inquiry developments. And that is because somebody who operates independently from Pompeo at the State Department, the inspector general there, is due up on Capitol Hill today, I think in the three o'clock p.m. Eastern hour, to brief several committees. And as you know, most of Congress is out on recess. This will be mostly to staff. Behind closed doors, I just want you to hear the language in the State Department IG's request for this briefing. Steve Linick is the State Department IG. He asked for an urgent briefing and he made it clear that this was related to the Ukraine matter he, according to the letter sent to the Hill yesterday, wants to, quote, provide staff with copies of documents related to the State Department and Ukraine. This is an urgent briefing. Now, one congressional aide described this IG request as, quote, highly unusual and cryptically worded. Now, we have no idea. This is the big mystery of the day. We have no idea What it is the State Department inspector general wants to tell Congress, what was urgent and related to the State Department in Ukraine, that he felt the need that these congressional committees needed to know urgently and see these documents. We have no idea if this is something that is going to bolster the president's case in his defense against uh, what House Democrats are seeking, or if this is going to add uh, to the pile of evidence that House Democrats are already massing in the impeachment inquiry. What we do know is that he's going up there to brief. So we will hopefully learn after the fact, since it will happen behind closed doors, but we will hopefully learn the crux of what the inspector general needed to go up there so urgently and inform the committee. So Mike Pompeo and his State Department is at the very core of this. We are going to hear tomorrow from Kurt Volker, the former special envoy to Ukraine who resigned last week. Did he resign from pressure to do so? Is this somebody who, when he arranged for Rudy Giuliani to meet Ukrainian counterparts, did he have full knowledge of the request for investigation into the Bidens as part of that or not? This is going to be a key witness to understand sort of the Giuliani connection to all of this, since he seems to be the intermediary that that was able to connect Giuliani to the Ukrainians. And just what Volcker knew, how much he understood what Donald Trump was interested in, which he made abundantly clear in that July 25th phone call, which, by the way, did not match a a national security administration posture about Ukraine the way that Mike Pompeo described it in Rome today. If you just read the transcript, just read the transcript that the White House put out, you see that Donald Trump's mission in that phone call was twofold. He wanted to get the Ukrainian president to work with Bill Barr and investigate this conspiracy theory that the Ukrainians hacked into the DNC and that it was to help Hillary Clinton versus Russians interfering with the election to help Donald Trump. That was the basis of the Mueller probe, and Donald Trump wants to upend that. And so, one, he was looking backwards to the 2016 election to test and get information on this theory that there is a server in Ukraine, that the hack started in Ukraine, and that it was really all to... Uh, on behalf of the Clinton campaign. And two, he wanted dirt on Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden and Hunter's role on the board of an energy company that was doing business in Ukraine. So that's pretty clear of what Donald Trump wanted on that July 25th phone call. Just read the transcript. That's not how Mike Pompeo is portraying it. But... This initial skirmish of Mike Pompeo resisting certain State Department officials or documents from being produced under subpoena from the House. This is the beginning of a long battle back and forth between the House Democrats and the administration as they pursue this impeachment inquiry. And Mike Pompeo is now catching up with the record and the reporting that is out there so that he can get on the record and say, yes, indeed, he was on that call so that he can get square with all the facts before he is deeper into this. As some House Democrats have pointed out, he actually may be a fact witness in this. Mike Pompeo clearly playing the role of the loyal lieutenant to the president he serves. There's no indication that he is looking in some way to separate himself from the president on this matter yet. No indication of that. But he's also clearly trying to get in a place where he can serve as that loyal soldier while also sticking to a fact pattern that he can back up. And having no knowledge of the call was not a fact pattern he could back up because he was on the call, as he admitted today. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When
0: you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level.